0: Hello, hello. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Dazed and Disturbed. This is the last part of an ongoing episode where I got to do an interview with the witch. If you haven't checked out the other two episodes, I recommend going back just so you're all caught up and understand what's going on. But if you're all caught up, I'm not one to tell you this, but enjoy. The question I want to ask you first.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Let me, let's go with this. Have you actually ever, <laughs> I'm going to ask you a question that I bi- I forgot to ask you the last time. Sure. And I'm actually really curious. Have you ever put a curse on someone who really deserved it?
2: I you can,
1: have. <laughs> you can plead the fifth. You can
2: plead the fifth. Honestly. No, 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 I would never. <laughs> um, I have performed very minor Curses on people like minor hexes Ooh, so
0: my, bad witch
2: <laughs> right <laughs> uh, my big thing and many other people's is we believe your mindset sets your intention, so magic witch witchcraft the practice, whatever you want to call it, doesn't work if you don't have intention. You can sit there, do a ritual and a spell, but if you're not concentrated and you're not actually putting your heart and mind and soul into it, it's not going to do anything so I As I'd mentioned uh, last time we spoke, um, I have a tendency, if I really focus on something, I manifest it. And I have sort of intentionally and sometimes unintentionally wished ill on people, not to die. Whoa. I I know people have done that. I've, I've never wished anyone to like experience horrible things, but I have had kind of like a, not you get what you deserve, but taste of your own medicine sort of a thing. Like I've had like curses where I want people to just have like a string of bad luck or just, you know, have things take kind of like a downward turn. Nothing insane. Um, I have more experience with lifting curses. I have nothing against cursing. It's just not something that I like. I'm a very <laughs> forgiving, <laughs> open-hearted person. So even if I'm upset with someone, it's rare that that kind of anger uh, manifests into something else. I will say, however, uh-huh. uh, two of the people in my life who abused me the
0: most—okay, okay, okay—are okay. dead. Uh, 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 <laughs> did uh, <laughs> okay? My follow-up question to that: Did you do it?
2: I don't think I did. Oh my god! Directly. Are you sure? <laughs> I'm not sure. I didn't wish for them to like uh, die directly, but it was like I had such resentment and anger and despair around the situation, and I really do think that kind of thing manifests. It's almost like poetic justice.
0: <laughs> I mean, poetic to the sense that you're like, all right, I'll leave the gun and I'll leave the gun and bullet right here on the table for you. You just, you know. You do what you got to do, buddy. You just walk away and just like, ho- and like lock him in a room for a long enough time. Then hopefully something happens. Yeah. Was it like that? Or is it more like, along the lines of like, fuck you. I, ho- I just wish ill will on you. And then just all of that just happened to manifest in its own way.
2: I would say that it manifested. I would say, as I told you last time we spoke, that I do feel like in many ways I've been protected by my deities. And I, I don't believe any one person gets protected 100% there's people who are like i experienced a bad thing that means that you know jesus or god or my gods or whatever don't love me and that's not true like no one has a perfect life Mm -hmm. um i do think that higher powers were looking out for me and when the time was right these things happened but i wasn't sitting there like actively trying to get (laughs) anyone (laughs) to (laughs) die or commit suicide or whatever so your gods are vengeful they can't be yeah it depends on what you're talking to (laughs)
0: yeah i mean everyone out there rule of thumb (laughs) try not to be an asshole to anybody because you never know who you'll fuck with and that is something i take to heart Mm because just be nice to everybody and hopefully you know you'll meet a witch and they'll be like you know what (laughs) this guy's really nice just give him some money uh deity of money (laughs) yeah fuck, fuck girl no problem yeah okay well that that's a good turn for i didn't expect
2: that right i know i know it's but hey, I mean,
0: fuck those people. Fuck mm-hmm, them. Mm-hmm, yeah.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Hope they're rot. Hey, okay. So that, that's another question I wanted to bring up too. Mm. You have a heaven. Yeah. What's the What's the equivalent of hell? Like, is there Hella? Is there?
2: Yeah. So hell in my faith is spelled H E L. Literally, that's kind of where the word hell comes from. Mm-hmm. Um, it depends on the type of person you are it's not the same as like the Christian hell where people like tortured and their cells are gone for eternity. It, it kind of just depends on what you've done. Um, I, how do I put this? I don't think the people I was talking about have ended up there because I don't think that's like a faith that they got sorted into, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Um. Nor have I given like a lot of focus or thought to what, that would look like for other people if that makes any sense
0: so would hell in your mind be like the like a hieronymus hieronymus Bosch picture would it be like something that like i don't know there's no <laughs> there's no weapons in hell so like nobody can fight each other and you know you know have have great battles there's no mutton there's no mead something like that
2: it's very boring yeah so
0: oh wow so your hell, your hell is cool
2: mm-hmm like, awesome. there there is one, one hall of death uh which has chaotic and evil torment for all of time um and it's for like the worst of people um but i would say that's kind of a rare thing
0: so what gets you a one way ticket to that hall of uh hell
2: um so some people think it's if you break an oath at I don't think that's exactly true. There is a saying that um, in more of the Norse pagan beliefs, and you kind of see this in the craft too with Wiccanism, is that if you turn against your fellow man, your people in your coven or people in your your group, then you fall back on your own sword. Um, so some people think if you like break an oath or you're unloyal that you'll end up there. Personally, I think it's reserved for, and I'm going to put a trigger warning here real quick. Um, people who are rapists mm-hmm. or hurt children or are just genuinely evil people. Um, maybe like a certain Cheeto man. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Chester cheetah himself?
2: No, the one Doritos? in office. The one in office. Uh-huh. Number 45, Cheeto man.
1: I'm
0: sorry. I I, I don't follow. <laughs> I I my my mind isn't a, a mush right now. I'm like what what the fuck she talking no, about? No,
2: you're good. Uh, <laughs> I am not a fan of saying Trump's name. Ah. Yeah. Yeah. So like Mr. 45. Cheeto man. <laughs> I was just like
0: you mean Very Chester Cheetah? Chester Cheetah deserves to go to hell. Dude, I love it. <laughs> no, I love his shit man. Jeez. He's,
2: he's a good cat. Yeah. <laughs> but people like him are someone who would end up in that hall in that endless tormented place
0: hot take everybody hot take another hot take <laughs> from from our uh, from our guest mercury uh
2: yeah i mean uh,
0: i mean i have no i have honestly no opinion on him just mm-hmm. my myself but i mean hey to each their own right yeah in your belief in your belief obviously so okay so there is a form of like dante's infor- of like what was it dante yeah, alighieri's inferno yeah,
2: the, the circles so to speak yeah yeah mm-hmm. oh so even
0: in in Okay, so I might be wrong. I mean, again, mm-hmm. this all came from like Dante Alighieri's, like what what is it? Like the the Divine Comedies?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And that's how like the Christian Judeo the Judeo Christians got their idea of hell and heaven. Mm-hmm. They're just like, "Oh, hey, this guy has a good point. Oh god, this might actually might be what hell looks like. The devil, well, in the Christian faith, the devil actually okay. might have three heads and he's biting he's eating <laughs> like what was it? Judas, some other asshole and then uh the last mouth is is meant for you or whatever." Yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, so does it look like like nine circles of hell or or whatever?
2: No. It's so, just torture. Mhm. So when we talk about the different halls in Norse paganism, um, there are maps for it Mm -hmm. and you can base it off of the world tree. So if you picture like a tree with many branches, right. Mm -hmm. Uh, Asgard and other halls and other places, um, are towards the middle. And then the other halls are either towards the top where the branches are or where the roots are at the bottom. So it's not like everything is directly connected. um, and it's not like you have to pass through one hall of torment to the next. It's not like you have to go through all the different circles of hell to get to the <laughs> the pit, so to speak.
0: It, you, I remember uh, I remember the other day you did say that you can enter, in, in your heaven and hell, you can intermingle, intermingle within the halls could a person of like good heart or good faith just go to the hell section just to see what it's like to be like, Ooh, goodness. I'm so glad I didn't do that shit in, in my life.
2: <laughs> um, I, th- one of those things
0: you'd rather not go and see.
2: I feel like if you are in Asgard and you're in one of the, the halls, you probably wouldn't be able to access anything down below. Mm-hmm. Um, I would also think that if you were in Valhall, for example, because that's the one everyone knows, mm-hmm. and you ended up being a dick, that they would move you to a different place. That's what I imagine. Oh,
0: so you, yeah. they can move you.
2: Yeah. Um,
0: oh, so you can I mean, keep being a dick in, in the afterlife <laughs> and then they, they boot your ass into hell.
2: Yeah. It's not like you you die and then you're that one person forever. You still have an amount of autonomy. You still make choices.
0: The more I know, wow. <laughs> okay, cool. I guess. Yeah. So, actually, that was my that was my last question for what I asked you the other day. Mm-hmm. Now I'm gonna switch it up just a little bit, just to see if I can understand the physical side of your spirituality from my from my end. Like, I know that's you my- you are far away. I'm far away. Yes, we are all we're recording this over <laughs> online. So if that's why my audio sounds way worse than hers. But um, I wanna, I, I'm, I, I'm questioning mm-hmm. if I can do something at home to show me that like, oh, hey, I'm getting results. This religion might be real. You know how any, anybody yeah. can ask yeah. me that question? Like, can, what was it? Can Jesus really walk on water? I'm like, fuck, fuck man, I don't know. <laughs> can he really make wine? Shit, I hope so. And I hope I can do that shit too. But are there any spells that you can show me at home that I could practice and be like, oh, hey, let me see if I can get results from it?
2: I think that the best and easiest thing you can do, um, and I mentioned this last time we talk and I'll touch on it again, have a candle. It doesn't have to be colored. It doesn't have to be carved. It doesn't have to be anointed with oils. Just have like a, I don't know, it's fall pumpkin spice candle mm-hmm. and place it somewhere safe. <laughs> we don't want to light any fires at home. <laughs> uh, you, Honestly, I've almost lit my bedroom many, many times. Um, you just don't
0: pay attention to it.
2: I get overzealous. <laughs> all right, all right. Um, put on some music that you like. I find there's a band called Wardruna who did Ooh. the music for the show Vikings. They're very good. They make kind of rhythmic, pagan, chanty music. Um, you could do rain sounds. You could do indie, like whatever appeals to you.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: So I suggest lighting said candle putting on some music, turning most of the lights off, if not all of them, and then sitting in front of it and just kind of stretch your body out, try to meditate. You don't have to go into a full meditative stance, but think about what you want, what you deserve, what you need. Do you want to grow as a person? Do you need a promotion? Are you looking for answers about your love life? Just try to channel your energy into like a higher consciousness. I find it helps a lot to focus on your own needs instead of the needs of others. I find that it's a moment of silence to kind of reset the brain. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's, that's my big thing. That's what I do. I've had many of my friends in my life do it and they find that it's very helpful. And it's not like if you sit down and you say, well, I want my relationship to be mended. Everything will be perfect and incredible and honeymoon phase the next day. Mm -hmm. But maybe you can find something within yourself or maybe, your partner kind of comes around. So that's what I would suggest. Uh, candles, music, meditate, stretch, focus.
0: <laughs> so let's say I'm going to, okay, I have like a, let me see. Um, I have this mm-hmm. Ikea candle. Love that. I was like, it smells like oranges, I think. I'm not actually sure what, what scent this is. All right, so I got it right in front of me. Mm-hmm. I, I'm going to place it for the microphone to hear. I got it in front of me. Oops, I just turned on my computer. <laughs> All right, I'm going to put on some uh, Earth, Wind, and Fire. Why not? Yeah. And I'm going to uh, uh, I'm going to take the the corpse pose from yoga and just lay bad. down. I can. That, that's what you mean by like laying down, just stretching out, and just like well, enjoying it, right?
2: I mean, you don't have to lay down fully. You can be in whatever position is comfortable. I tend to do kneeling or with my legs crossed. Um, Whatever suits you. If you need to lay down, like if you have bad joints, go for that.
1: Mm
2: -hmm. Um, If you want to be seated in a chair, go for that. Like you, you can do it however you want. Whatever is clever.
0: And when you say like, think about it. Is it almost like calling out to? Well, I I, I've heard something similar to that.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: I read it in like a what was it like a Napoleon Hill like book like the think think what was thinking grow rich or whatever Mm -hmm. that you just had to call out to it think about it and visualize it, and then you'll get it. Are you saying it's something similar to that, that Napoleon Hill is a witch himself?
2: <laughs> I don't know if he is or isn't. It's um, not an uncommon thought process, manifestation, mm-hmm. focus, and meditation. I think many people, even if they're not religious, even if there's some kind of baseline spiritual, believe in that. You see it a lot with hippies, yoga gurus, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um. So I can't speak to whether or not he's magical or practicing. But I do think if you put your intention and your heart into it, it'll make a difference.
0: So this is one version of, a, I can say easily, this is a spell, right? Or is this is like a, how would I define what this, what this practice is? Is just some sort of like just ritualistic practice or is it something more, I'm casting a spell on myself to help me Get what I want or do what I need to do.
2: I would say calling it a ritual, is, okay. is correct. Yeah, absolutely.
0: So, could you write? Have there been books about this? Like, oh, because it sounds to me, to be honest, it sounds to me like a lot of like the uh, self help books. Yeah, kind of have that same idea, but they call yeah. it something different.
2: <laughs> uh, there's a lot of different terminology for it. Um, to me, it's just. It's just meditation. It's just like a very simple uh, manifestation ritual. I'm sure other people have like a term they would put for it that's different or they might call it by another name. But I think it's fairly simple and very broad. I don't think it necessarily gets categorized. Hmm.
0: And is there any other practices that you can help the the listeners now like is there another type of ritual that you would that you would show the audience like oh besides this meta uh ritual is there anything else that you could be like oh maybe hmm let me see if i can rephrase this Mm -hmm. essentially is there any practices that you can recommend to people on their day-to-day lives that can help them like maybe besides going out for like walks and stuff like that and like Mm -hmm. you know Getting fresh air because you know everyone really should go get fresh air. Yeah, not next to people right now because everyone <laughs> might cough on your face and that would be really really bad. But is there anything that you can recommend to people to this day that mm-hmm. they they sh- they could do, and it still follows the same guidelines as witchcraft? Oh yeah, that's a, that's one question. Before I jump onto that one, mm-hmm. am I labeling your? I don't know, about labels the right word. Am I calling your religion correct when I say it's a Norse?
2: witchcraft broadly so yes so my gods are nordic i do wear nordic jewelry that's significant of my practice i do read runes um there are many branches of norse paganism Mm -hmm. some are controversial which we can get into i would love to yeah um i don't follow a specific one i just my gods are nordic i feel the most roots with that um like I mentioned prior, I am Irish, but I don't follow the Celtic. Like I I studied Celtic deities and and Celtic paganism for a long time and it, it didn't sit perfectly with me. Parts of it call out, but it's not my not my calling. Um, too, many so too many potatoes.
0: Too many potatoes.
2: I love potatoes. I do have a friend who is Irish pagan, Celtic pagan, and her family's been doing it for hundreds of years. They have grimoires passed down. Wow. Yeah. She's very cool. Um, so yeah, Norse paganism or just call me pagan, whatever's clever.
0: <laughs> so it, it would, so if I was to come up to you or if I was to introduce you to a, I don't know why I would introduce you this way. I'd be like, hi, this is Mercury. She's, <laughs> she's pagan. <laughs> would that be like, okay. You'd be like, yeah, that, that makes sense. Or like, no, no, I am. Um,
2: I would say Normally, when I introduce myself and my craft to other people that I feel comfortable around, Mm -hmm. I leave off the Norse part initially. Okay. Because there is such a stigma around it, as we had talked before about white supremacists. Mm -hmm. Um, So normally, the lead-in is like, oh, pagan or witch or witchcraft, and then if we want to talk about it, I will explain my side of things first. (laughs)
0: Okay. Okay. So pagan is a lot easier to, to, to introduce the thing, uh, the yeah. religion as mm-hmm. religion. Yeah. It's, I guess it's religion.
2: Yeah, that's, yeah. Religion, spirituality. Yeah.
0: So let me go back to the last question, which was, is there anything that th- in the pagan faith mm-hmm. that someone could practice in day to day lives to maybe better their lives that you could recommend to them?
2: So almost similarly, to the meditation practice I suggested with like stretching and focusing on sound and the candlelight Um, when you eat something whether you cooked it or someone else made it or you bought it try to take a moment to not just rapidly chew and swallow it but kind of (laughs) think about like the ingredients uh, where they might have come from, what it does for you nutritionally, what your body will feel like after like I've gone in and out and I've gotten a grilled cheese and Walden fries and a Neapolitan shake and just thought about like the layers of ice cream in the shake. And I've thought about like the salt and the oil on the fries, et cetera. And it kind of just tunes your body into more senses. Mm-hmm. It, it kind of just gives you a better appreciation for life and the things around you. Because I find everything is so crazy right now. Yeah. And a lot of us are either doing way too many things or way too busy, or we have a lot of time on our hands and are very depressed. It's kind of been one or the other.
0: Yeah, yeah, no kidding.
2: So giving yourself a moment to kind of center yourself around food, because we're, I mean, food is a common thing. We're all eating. You have to eat. Of course. Um, it, it gives you a moment to focus on something else. And it may be small, but it impacts you. Um, that's one thing I like to do to tune in. I mean, we talked about nature going outside. I definitely think it's important to get fresh air and try to focus on like the breeze and the sun, but that's not accessible for everyone. So Mm -hmm. the next time you have a meal, just try to slow down and really explore the flavors and think about the ingredients and where they came from. I find that helps us to connect to the world a little better. (laughs) There is, uh, I learned from my uncle
0: who's like, a. He's like a a, sh- a chef. Love the guy to death. He can, he can be a little eccentric. And if he's listening, I mean, he he knows what I'm talking about. But he did say, like, he learned this thing in Japan where
1: mm-hmm.
0: it's almost something similar to that. Like, just take a moment. Think about where the food came from. And when you take a bite, think about the layers of what, what's going yeah. into your mouth and stuff like that. So could you say that maybe Japanese people adopted that? Or maybe, like, that that existed for so long that... It's, it's spread out throughout the world. And some people have the same idea that you have.
2: I would say that this concept exists across many, many cultures mm-hmm. and many people. Um, I know it's very prevalent in older Japanese cultures and history. Um, I don't know that it can be attributed to like one specific country or okay. place or practice.
0: Hmm. Yeah. So, so if he's listening out there, hey, tío. <laughs> You're kind of a witch, dude. Hell yeah. Let you know I'm going to let you know that. Hell yeah. <laughs> All right. So my next question and this is actually now a part of This is actually something I I've, I've been curious about and I may be like doing the whole like, "Oh, hey, I'm still I'm still brand new to this witchcraft thing." Mm-hmm. But have you ever held a séance?
2: I haven't. I once held one as a joke so <laughs> what my sisters and i uh they're not practicing, but they're very comfortable and As I told you last time we talked, we used to watch the Adams family growing up, so we 're uh-huh. all kind of like a spooky family. <laughs> we were sitting at a very round table in a restaurant, and it was a ton of us and my friend my sister's friend showed up, and we'd never met him before. We got on the topic of someone that we all knew had died, so we all held hands and pretended to hold a séance. And this dude had no idea what the fuck we were doing. <laughs>
0: Boy, poor guy! <laughs> and he
2: thought we were for real, and we kind of just ran with it. Um, <laughs>
1: In the I middle would feel of a bad. Restaurant?
2: Yeah. <laughs> oh goodness. I would feel bad, but I think he ended up being a dick. Like I think he was not a good person after all. So it was fine. Uh, beyond that, no, I've never held a seance with anyone else. Um, I've only contacted one deceased person in my life, but it wasn't through ritual. Oh, yeah. Um,
0: how did you, how did you go (laughs) through that? If I, if you don't mind me
1: asking. No, of
2: course. Um, so a friend of mine passed one year, one year and one month ago. Exactly. And he died pretty young from surgical complications. Mm. And a few years before his death, we had gone to see She Wants Revenge perform in San Francisco. Yeah. Yeah. And it's that venue that's like a couple blocks away from DNA Lounge. Audio? Slims? Oh, Slim. yeah, yeah, Slims. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So uh, it was like a month or so after he had died, Oh. And I'm dancing at Death Guild, which is the goth night, the, dot, the goth club night, for those who don't know. Yes. And the song we liked from She Wants Revenge came on. And it just felt like the perfect time, the perfect moment. Like I'd been drinking an alcohol he liked. <laughs> I was blocks away from where we'd see the band perform. It was our song. So it felt like we were hanging out and it was kind of like a goodbye thing. Mm. So it felt very much like he was there and present, and just popping in to say hey. Uh, so that was pretty
0: cool. Perfect moment, then.
2: Yeah, it was really touching. Um, I do not intentionally listen to "She Wants Revenge," and they're not like relevant right now. Nope. So when they right when they do pop up, when it does randomly come on, it's like a really bittersweet memory.
0: Oh, so you you try to avoid "She Wants Revenge" then?
2: Um, I would say it's less avoiding it directly and more saving it for when he wants to say hi.
0: Oh, I, well,
2: that's, that's, (laughs) now
0: that I'm thinking, I'm like, huh, what could I do for my dog? Right. Um, all right. So never held a seance, which is cool. Would you ever like to hold a seance, like a true seance with all the knowledge that you have?
2: I think it depends on the intention, right? Like what are people's intentions behind holding a seance? Are you doing it because you want to connect with someone long lost? Are you trying to put a soul to rest? Um, I suppose if there was somewhere I lived that felt like there was a presence that needed to move on, I would hold one. My partner, my male partner, swears on his life that a specific spirit has followed him his entire existence. And it pops up every now and again, but it's very benevolent. It, It doesn't do anything wrong. It's just there. So if something would haywire, I maybe would hold a séance with him to kind of figure out what to do next. But otherwise, I don't. It's not something that appeals to me personally.
0: Hmm. That's weird. I have the same problem. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's it's something I've seen as a kid, and mm-hmm. it never has left. And it even like maybe like a year ago, I even even saw it again. I'm like, oh, it was like I don't I don't. Okay, it could be my eyes because mm-hmm. I'm. I even have to wear glasses because I'm like, I, it's, it's probably like my hair that flat, like, like flashes by <laughs> my face. And I'm, just like, oh, and I'm, I'm yeah. already a paranoid person as it is. So I just see, like, see something through my window. I'm like, oh, not again. Like, go away. Yeah. But then I'm thinking like, rationale, it's probably my hair. I probably saw like a, like a bug fly by my, by my eye and it just caught me in the, per- the, the peripheral, but whatever. If I was if I was so panicked and I'd be like, hey, dude, I am shitting my pants. Could you help me?
2: Yeah, absolutely. I would try to help contact and see what the deal was. I do regularly talk to spirit guides, which are something completely different. So I'm not unused to contacting things that aren't physical besides my gods. So hmm. it's something I've done, just not often with dead people or ghosts or spirits or souls
1: is
0: it easy to hold a seance like what what would you do
2: that's a good question i would want to do some research on how to do it properly i wouldn't want to invoke anything evil because that's definitely a
1: possibility
2: (laughs) (laughs) i wouldn't want to unleash anything um I mean, you know, we see it in films, right? Where it's a circle, circular room, people hold hands and there's candles and it gets real spooky. Drawing symbols and shit like that on the floor. Mm-hmm. I can imagine using incense and kind of going into a meditative state, maybe even with drugs, like mushrooms could be helpful. I've, I've felt extra spiritual when I've been on mushrooms or just really, really high off of weed. <laughs> um so I'm not sure. I would have to look up more information and maybe reach out to my community and see if anyone had successfully performed a seance. Hmm.
0: And with, with the seance, could that be considered a summoning ritual as well? Like, could you actually bring something forth from that or a summoning ritual is something different?
2: I would say it could count as a summoning ritual. I think it depends So typically, my understanding with a seance is you're making contact. You're saying hello. Summoning is bringing them forward. So when you do a seance, you're having a conversation. Uh, When you're summoning, you're bringing that thing in front of you. So could they be combined? Yeah. Are they mutually exclusive? I think normally.
0: Would the, the the spirit if if the spirits exist would they be pissed if you just like yanked them forward? Yeah, I'm pretty <laughs> sure that would be that would be horrible. <laughs> yeah, I, is- I
2: guess it would also depend on like who we're contacting, right? Is it my grandma? She probably wouldn't be too mad it was my grandma, it?
0: she'd be fucking pissed. She'd be like, fuck what off, she-
1: dude.
0: Yeah, dude. Uh, I think she was one of those people who was like, you know what? If I go, I go. Leave me alone. And if I do it, I'm like, she's going to be like, are you – fuck?" now I'm haunting your ass. Go fuck yourself.
2: <laughs> Have you watched What We Do in the Shadows? Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking about that. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs>
0: um, with the, so would you ever want to participate in a summoning ritual? Summoning ritual or you're like, nah, my thing.
2: I would need to know what they wanted to get out of it and what they were trying to do. Because if it's like wanting to summon something to cause harm, I'm not down for that. Mm -hmm. If it's something out of revenge or malice, I want nothing to do with that. If it's summoning, I don't know, like a spirit guide or some type of power, I could see myself participating in that. Um, I would only want to do that with someone who is well-versed in their craft and is not a baby witch. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And and has similar views to my own. doesn't have to be mirrored, but like parallel would be good.
0: Would technically the the Three Kings ritual be a summoning ritual because you're trying to get something out of it or like trying to bring something forward? Do you know anything Um, about the Three Kings?
2: I, yeah, a little bit. Um, I guess it could be. It's it's another one of those things where I feel like people who follow those paths maybe are more particular. And I have such like, you know, my own views or my own experiences that there's some stuff I can't talk to directly because I haven't done it or I don't have people close to me who follow those guidelines, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't want to speak for someone else in that regard.
0: But you personally yeah. would be like, yeah, it's, it's probably not... Hmm. You probably wouldn't participate in that just because of there's more risk than reward, right? Yeah,
2: yeah, I'm not about that. Um, it's fair. I'm very more about like harmony, <laughs> and, which is weird for for people who cannot see me. Like I am a very scary looking goth vampire person.
0: <laughs> no, dude, you're such a sweetheart. Honestly, you see her, you might be like, "Damn, those eyes are really intense." But you, <laughs> as soon as you like hear her voice, you're like, "She's like hi." I'm Mickey Mouse. (laughs) I'm like, oh, yes. I'm not going to lie. I I would give you a hug. I'd be like, you know what? I'm buying you a drink. You're you're fine.
2: A friend of ours has called me a hedgehog because I'm super spiky (laughs) on the outside and I just want to love you and squish.
0: But oh! But then when you when you squeeze, you're like, ow! It kind of hurt.
2: Yeah. No. I do. You know how many people I've hugged where I'm wearing like my big spiked collar and like my metal vest, my pit vest, and I'm like, oh my god, I'm so sorry, I stabbed you. And they're like
0: coming off of you with blood. Like, oh, um, that's okay. I kind of deserve that, I guess. Yeah. Not sure.
1: Hmm. <laughs>
0: All right. So here comes the part that I've actually just wanted to to do with you. Mm-hmm. This is the end of the this is the end of the episode. This is the yeah, I guess it's the tail end of the episode. I want to do something interactive you and me. Yeah. Could we do a tarot reading? Absolutely. Yes. Can you explain to the laymen in the crowd? None of you are lame. I'm lame. <laughs> I'm just I'm just blaming you guys because I'm the dumbass what is tarot reading
2: so in tarot there are two different decks um one has many many cards and one has i want to say 25 cards the one with many many cards has four suits like a deck of playing cards and they all mean different things so like one of the symbols is more akin to money and work one is more about love so on and so forth um just like a deck of playing cards, they have a king, queen, etc. Whereas the 25 are things like the fool or the devil or wheel of fortune, which is where the show wheel of fortune came from. That's where the name came from. Really? Yeah. Hey,
0: a little trivia for me. Mm-hmm.
2: So everyone does their tarot readings differently. I like to kind of put myself in a specific mindset. I'll cut my deck whatever many times feels right to me shuffle it however i feel sit uh suits me Mm -hmm. and then depending on what we're asking or doing i'll lay them out in a different way so for more simple questions you normally pull like three or four for things that are complicated you can probably do around 10 or more um if you're doing a reading for someone some people prefer that the person asking pulls the cards themselves i prefer to do it myself um That's fine. Your
0: your deck's probably hell expensive (laughs) too. Like it's it's got like that really like that that post. Oh, what is it? Uh, that bicycle deck like stock uh, stock card stock. So I wouldn't I wouldn't want (laughs) anyone touching my shit either, dude.
2: It's very pretty. I'll have to send you some photos of this one. Um, it's very dark and gothic and gorgeous and detailed. Um. So there is a lot of stigma around other people touching your cards. It's oh. believed in many circles you do not buy your own tarot deck. You are given your tarot deck. I don't prescribe to that.
0: <laughs> By who? Who's gonna, who the fuck's going to be like, you know what? I think Sally's going to need her, her tarot deck. Here you go, girl. Covens. Oh, okay. Well then
2: friends? That's, that's family. fair. That's yep. fair. Um, <laughs> what do I want for Christmas? Is a tarot deck, <laughs> right? Especially if someone's a baby witch. Like, if you have someone who's more practiced, they might gift you a deck. I don't prescribe to that. What I do prescribe to is no one is allowed to do a reading with my deck. I am bonded to my decks. They are part of my life. They all have their own fucking attitudes. You can ask anyone who reads tarot. Different decks have different attitudes. Completely, it's obnoxious. Attitudes. Uh,
0: what do you mean by attitudes?
2: So the one I'm holding in my hands right now. She is very doom and gloom. <laughs> she tells it oh, like it is. She oh. doesn't bullshit you, uh-huh. which is what we need from time to time. My okay. druid deck, she's light. She's airy. She will tell you the truth, but like kind of soften it.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: This deck has so, the one I'm holding has so much attitude. One time I knew straight up. So, you know, when you go to a friend for advice, but you already know what you have to do. like, Let's say you're bad. You're in a bad relationship, right? And you're like, ah. Mm. Oh, even though they're toxic and there's all these red flags, I want to stay with them. And like, you, you're gonna ask your friend for advice, and you know they're gonna say break up with them. But like, you just you don't want to be validated like that. You just want to hear like, no, keep doing it, whatever. Yeah. This tarot deck, I asked it a question. I was basically, I already knew the answer, and I was basically saying like, I need some wisdom or advice, even though I knew what I had to do in my life to fix something. And this asshole tarot deck just threw me cards that said wisdom and advice. I was like, oh my God. Wow. I hate you.
0: <laughs> so it's like, come on, dude. You you, you got this. You got this. Come yeah, on.
2: Yeah, this one's like, get your shit together. And the other deck's like, okay, I'll hug you. It's fine. Um,
0: wow. So it's almost like that book from Harry Potter that like tries to bite you.
2: Yeah. Um, huh. Runes also have their own attitudes. There are memes about these online about how If you go to read runes versus tarot, runes are more like you'll be on an adventure and you'll go down this path and you'll seek on a quest. And it's like, whoa, 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 whoa. Okay, easy, tiger. Easy. (laughs) easy. This isn't Lord of the Rings. (laughs) So you just have to be in the right mindset for however you're practicing or reading. Um, I will not let anyone read with my decks because, again, they're bonded to me and we formed our own relationship. It takes time. There are practices you can do to kind of unlock your deck or become more familiar. I've had decks where I didn't bond with them and they were resistant and I gave them away Um, after cleansing and uh, doing rituals over them to clear off my energy. You would do so well at like a Yu-Gi-Oh convention. You know that, right? I love (laughs) Yu-Gi-Oh. You do? Did you see that meme the other day that said, uh, if your girl has eyeliner like this, a choker like this, spiky hair like this, she ain't your girl. That's a Yu-Gi-Oh. I was like, "Oh, oh no, it's me." I'm God. <laughs> there, uh, I
0: have a, I have another, uh, I have another guest on the show. Uh, he's, he's on, he's, he's here sometimes. Uh, Ibrahim, he loves Yu-Gi-Oh. He was like, "Please play Yu-Gi-Oh with me." I'm like, "No, hell no," because that is an expensive <laughs> hobby. Like just like your hobbies, well, that hobby. Sorry, your faith has its own prices. Yu-Gi-Oh! Hobbies in general are expensive as fuck.
2: Yeah, as you know. Absolutely.
0: But oh my god, this guy wanted me to play Yu-Gi-Oh! I'm like, dude, just play the freaking video games. It's the same thing, but it's <laughs> it's one player, and you actually can, the computer's pretty good at what it does. It's like, no, no, I want to play with like the Blue Eyes White Dragon. Like, I don't fucking know what that means. Yeah. Well, I do know yeah. what it means.
2: I I know. <laughs> I loved Yu-Gi-Oh! I had decks, and I watched the show, and I read the manga religiously.
0: Taya <laughs> hey, uh, um, Taya was hot right? <laughs> you were saying, sorry. I mean, uh, no, you no, you're you? fine.
2: Now I'm distracted about Yu Gi Oh! So, uh, history lesson um, the tarot deck seems like a deck of playing cards because allegedly that's what it was based on back in the day. Um, playing cards are very, very old. We think tarot began in the 17th century. Mm-hmm. And around the 18th is when it started getting illustrations like the ones you see today
0: the King, uh, Queen, Jacks
2: yeah empress et cetera, etc um in different tarot decks they're called different things so like in my druid deck instead of the empress and the emperor it's the horn god for the emperor um hmm. which yeah is more of a more of a druid thing it they all carry the same meaning but the illustrations uh the depictions the names can be different um So, I mean, there's one classic form of tarot that we've probably all seen, but I've had decks based off of Leonardo da Vinci. I've had a vampire deck. I've seen ones with cats.
0: I have seen those so many fucking times. Hot topic. Thank you. Thank you.
2: (laughs) (laughs) They're very accessible these days. Yeah. Um, There's ones on Etsy that are handmade. Um, One of my partners is Hispanic and I got her tarot decks based off our astrological signs. That are handmade in Southern America uh, and they're beautiful. So yeah, many, many different styles, many different types. You can read them however you want. There's really no right or wrong way.
0: yeah. So if I go to Las Vegas, are all those cards basically like tarot cards that are like cast off or they're, those tarot cards are like (laughs) hookers, right? They're just like, they're just like, like, like go, like go, go girls. They're like, you know, I'm here for the show and I'm, I'm, I'm gone.
2: It could be, it depends.
0: Wow. So <laughs> essentially everybody in Las Vegas is playing with the tarot deck, but they're wishing for luck to yeah. get some Moolah. Oh yeah. Wow. I never wow, you just blew my mind. <laughs> huh. All right. Um real quick before we do do anything with tarot, could I ask you what questions are you most not most inc- uncomfortable? Um what questions do people usually ask taros to to what i think i'm getting
2: what you're saying yeah okay cool cool um if you are a non-practicer if you're someone who does not do witchcraft spiritually read tarot most people will try to ask a yes or no question you cannot answer yes or no question with a deck of cards yeah Each, each one has a meaning it's not like flipping a coin there are some people who will argue that certain cards mean yes and certain cards mean no i do not agree so a lot of people will say um should I take this job? Should I ask this person out? And they want a yes or no. And it's more complicated than that. We're more complicated than that. The other thing I get is what should I do differently? Or like, what advice do you have about X situation? Mm -hmm. Um, I also get a lot of like, where's my life going? Those are the big ones. Everyone kind of has the same concerns about like what path they're on, what their future looks like. I will not answer death questions Ever. Yeah, I'm a little
0: too scared for that. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's more like, I don't want anyone to hyper-focus on it. I don't know if you saw, uh, there's a Twilight Zone episode, oh God, like over 15 years ago. A guy had reached out to like a psychic and he kept asking over and over and over again what to do next. And he became addicted to it and died in the end. Um, hmm. I would what, never want... Like win- I think he died by a car.
1: Oh, of course. Of
2: course. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't want to do a reading for someone and say, well, this is how you'll probably die and probably around this time and have them hyperfixate. I just don't think that's knowledge that we need to have. I can You'd understand leave if it someone. A surprise. I just think it's more natural. I could see if someone had like a terminal illness and was like, will I die from this? I still don't think I would answer that. That's not right for me to do. Mm-hmm. Could you give me, all right, so
0: here's where I'm, what I'm pretty much asking. I'm asking you to give me mm-hmm. a tarot reading.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Could you give me some options for me to pick before I start doing my tarot reading? Like yeah. what, what options could I, could I ask you to, to ask the tarots to, you know, tell me what to do?
2: Um, I love doing a very basic like what path am I on reading so I look at your near past I look at your present self I look at your future and then I give like a piece of advice that's probably the easiest one the most basic um, there are also readings which are just advice in general and it can be broad it doesn't have to be like what should I do with my career or my family it's just what what should I do differently.
1: Hmm.
2: Or additionally, it doesn't have to be differently.
0: <laughs> hmm. Okay, the the one of how my life is going is mm-hmm. kind of too easy. Okay. Like, you know, I could be going good. I could be going bad. Okay, podcasting's not working. Fuck it, we'll just keep trying it and then hopefully it, it does work out.
2: Yeah. But
0: w- could wealth be a question? Yeah. Could okay. love be a question? Yeah. Could... I was going to say
2: could,
0: could the next drug I take be a question.
2: <laughs> it wouldn't tell you a drug specifically, but it might give advice around it.
0: <laughs> if you put yourself in my shoes, what question do you think I should ask or is that is that already like, oh you're 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 pandering to the witness?
2: No, 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 hardly. Um This is similar to like when I read your palm.
0: Yes, everybody. She's read my palm as well.
2: (laughs) True. Um, Where I, and this could just be a me thing. I tend to investigate like what my next step should be. And it doesn't have to be like, will I be successful or not? But like, I like to look ahead and see, I've had the cards tell me like, you should travel or you should reach out to that person and form that connection. Or conversely, like, you need to heal yourself, protect yourself, guard your heart, um, et cetera. So the thing I like to do for most people is just to try to help, try to give advice. I think that's the least detrimental. It's not as personal as like the person am I, I'm dating, will I marry them? Those mm-hmm. are hard. Those are hard things. <laughs> um, I used to work with someone who had a failing relationship and they broke up often and got back together often. And he was awful.
0: Boy, oh boy. Couple,
2: every couple of weeks, she would ask me for a reading.
0: And she boy, ask, oh boy. Yeah,
2: she would you ask me. You got addicted like the Twilight Zone episode. Yeah, and it got to a point where I said, "I, I it, the cards are not going to fix this for you. You know what you have to do. And I, as a friend, have been giving you advice as well. You can't keep turning to prediction and spirituality to find something that's not happening. It's just not going to come hmm i mean do you have anything in your life right now that's like pressing or mysterious or like is there anything that immediately comes to your mind
1: it would be death but,
2: but i just but right, i will right, answer right, that right. question
0: <laughs> um honestly let's see how if I do success and then like, you know, your prediction comes out like, you know, this episode is like 10 years old and it's like, yeah, this uh-huh. kind of this kind of kinda kinda failed on him. It's like that. that was kind of ironic. But uh Well
2: let here, me let me see. tell you this. Okay. Tarot will predict. It will tell. But we are in constant state of fluctuation. We're not on a linear path. We don't live our lives A plus B equals C. If I draw cars and it says, Well, you're going to be an absolute failure in this project. Holy shit. I'm, I'm just saying by example, that doesn't mean that's 100% going to happen. If I tell you it looks like your project is headed towards failure, the cards aren't saying abandon it. They're saying switch up your business model. Put your energy into this thing. Whatever I tell you, whatever I read isn't the end all be all. It can change. These are just based on the path you're on right now and the mindset you have right now, if that makes sense.
0: You convinced me? Let's do that one.
2: Success. (laughs) Success Mm -hmm. in
0: what I'm doing now. Mm -hmm. I'll leave that up for the cards to understand what I'm talking about,
2: but what I'm trying to do now. So let's go. Cool. I'm shuffling as we speak. While I'm shuffling, I'll throw out a couple more fun facts. Um, The cards sometimes flip upside down. And that's part of the process. They have a reversed meaning as well, which is completely different from the upright meaning. Um, Wait, the you're, car-
0: how are you shuffling them then? Are you just like like turning them like a like a grinder or whatever?
2: No, it just it just kind of happens naturally. And I mean I've had this deck for years, so things just kind of move around. That's the other reason why you want to play with your deck, learn your deck, is everything's going to be for the most part. Right side up initially, and until you do more readings, it's not going to get that like flow.
0: Actually, one question too that I'm having: mm-hmm. I'm getting the deck that's a that's an asshole, right?
2: It, she's just honest.
0: <laughs> hey, let's let's <laughs> let's do it. Screw it. If she's if she's right, I mean, what am I gonna what am I gonna what am I gonna yeah. yell at your cards and be like, hey, how fuck, fuck you?
2: <laughs> uh, the other card I will say that people get misconstrued the most often is the death card. Yep. It doesn't mean death. Okay. It doesn't at all. It means change. Death is a change. If you get death when you're talking about a relationship, that doesn't necessarily mean that your relationship will end. It could mean that it will evolve and change. Oh. The the death card is just misrepresented. People do it in, like, films or shows, and it's, you've got the death card, you're going to die. You have the grim. You have the grim. Oh, this is the second time we've quoted that i love it because <laughs> uh, it's funny <laughs> yeah it. it just means end of a cycle new change journey
0: didn't this is the last the last question i have for you before we go for the tarot reading there was a specific order if you ask life a question like oh where's my life headed mm-hmm. i remember getting my a tarot reading in oakland
1: mm.
0: from this uh it was like, uh, it was uh, first Friday or something like that. And this person really, really nice. So I go to them all the time and just like, you know what, I'll throw them, I'll throw them a few bucks. So they're, they're really cool. But they said, if it, if you get the cards in this particular order, yes. it means certain death. It means you are going to die. It doesn't oh, mean like, yeah, she said like, you have to get like death in the middle and like the, the, the four sword or like the eight of swords or something mm-hmm. like that. And like mm-hmm. as the future. And it's like, oh, that totally means you're actually going to die. Not change. It means like your your death is coming soon. Watch your ass. Mm. Is that true? Because like, she's like, you got those two cards, but they're in a completely different order. So you're safe. And I almost shit myself when she said that. I'm like, mm-hmm, <laughs> you don't say. She's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You lucked out because it was like switched over by one card. I'm like, oh. So she's like, yeah, you could have died. I'm like, oh,
2: cool. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I mean, some people certainly believe that let me backtrack. <laughs> so, certain cards in certain orders or being pulled together have different meaning. So, if you get multiple cards of the same variety in one reading, it gives more presence to that thought. So, if you get a bunch of cards centered around love during a reading, that's a very powerful force. If you get certain cards paired together, such as the Emperor and the Empress, that shows harmony, duality, things like that. So there are some readings or some draws where if you get some very specific things coupled together, it has a very deep meaning. I can't speak to certain death.
1: (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) That's not
2: what I've explored. (laughs) Um, But like I said, for me and for many who practice this, the card readings aren't absolute. It just depends on your path. If you do a reading that tells you one thing, you can change your life for the better or for the worse. (laughs) shit it's just guidelines it's guidelines
0: i'm excited i you don't see me gritting my teeth but i am excited to see what this tarot has to say
2: okay so it's funny that we were just talking about um things being grouped together um as i had mentioned there are 20 something of what people think are the main cards like the tower the hanged man the fool whatever Mm mm-hmm And then there are the other ones that are like a typical playing card deck where there's four different suits with the king, queen, et cetera. Mm -hmm. Um, So three of your four cards, because I did a four card draw, are wands. And wands uh, correspond to energy, inspiration, growth, ambition. They relate to business. Yes. (laughs) So it's funny because we're talking about success and obviously things like your career and your goals are in my mind and you got almost a hundred percent cards having to do with that so that's pretty cool Woo, no
0: death fuck you death.
2: Right. <laughs> <laughs> one of your other cards uh is cups cups are more watery more emotional creative um so just to kind of give you like a the background on that um the other kind of cool thing about tarot cards is You don't have to memorize the meanings. I mean, you certainly can. I think it's difficult unless you've been doing it for a long, long time. Um, But the images on the cards generally give you an idea of what they mean. So the art on it is supposed to kind of derive the meaning of it. Um, Mm -hmm. So, for example, we will start off with the King of Wands. And in this illustration, it's a red-eyed raven standing on the hilt of a sword. So oh. to me, that's very powerful. It's very um, strong. It kind of is like a standalone, like someone who's in command. Okay. So for your reading, I did one card based on your near past. Okay. I did one based on your current state.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: I did one based on the near future. And I did one based on like a piece of advice, just something to follow. Sure. And this is all centered around uh, success as we had discussed earlier. Mm -hmm. So the King of Wands more or less uh, talks about a very friendly person, someone who's honest and educated and goal-driven. So, I mean, I know you, I know you're friendly and honest and goal-driven. So I think that's pretty accurate if we're talking about, let's say like the podcast or other things you're pursuing. So this card shows that in the near past you had a thing you wanted to do, you probably researched it or had experience with it and then you set out to follow it to pursue it. Okay. If that all makes sense. Yeah. Okay. All right. So for more of your current state, we're looking at the 5 of cups. Oh, and so far these both have been right side up if that makes a difference to anyone who is listening in. Um so the 5 of cups um, is a little more sad. It talks about, (laughs) I know it's okay. Uh, it talks a little bit about imperfection. It talks about lamenting. It talks about reflection. So Five of Cups isn't bad. It's not to say that what you're doing right now is wrong, but it is to say that while you are working on your project, you maybe have some self doubts about it at time. And the you are really low. Oh my goodness! That you may occasionally be in a state where you're like, "Is it worth it? Should I keep doing this thing?" Um, you may feel like even though there are people helping you out with your project or people around you, they maybe don't fully support it or feel mm-hmm. obligatory about it. So that's kind of your current, which isn't to say that's all you are, but that's kind of the current state of the project is. A little bit of self-doubt
1: mm-hmm.
2: okay so your next is looking towards your near future and when i say near future i normally mean within like the next couple of weeks maybe couple of months but even that is sort of a stretch so to speak um this is a reverse card Oh fuck. <laughs> no you're fine that doesn't always mean bad things uh and it's the wands so again it's about business um <laughs> It's This one's very vague. So it basically means you're looking at the future. I hate this deck so much. I'm so sorry. Oh, boy. <laughs> She's saying so sassy. So the card I had picked was supposed to be about your near future with success and business, right? This card literally means looking at the future. <laughs>
1: you bitch. Oh, God. you you failed me,
2: card. How dare you? So the nice thing about that is that it leaves the future open to interpretation. It's not saying directly you will fail or you will succeed. It's saying you have things to look forward to and it's not telling you one way or another. It's basically you have your own power, going back to the first card. You have the ability to be courageous and put your energy into this and believe in yourself and the project. And it's not on the deck to tell you what to do or how to do it. Just that you are able to manifest it yourself,
1: hmm. so our
2: final card, the Three of Wands reversed, uh, which is more around uh guidance or uh, advice. Um, it wants you to avoid delays, so oh my
0: God. <laughs> 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 this i don't want to call your cards a bitch but ooh, you bitch you get me all right you, you get me you get me you
2: need to make a schedule you need to stick to that schedule you need to be focused you need to write down your ideas it's good to relax but you need to curb anything that distracts you anything excessive so whether it's video games or comics or drinking or smoking weed whatever it's good to do those things but don't let those compromise what you're working on don't be distracted.
0: Uh, your cards are—I am not going <laughs> to lie they are very, very, very sassy. And I have—I uh, mean, uh, kudos to your cards. Compliment them, give them a kiss at night. Whatever you do with them, yeah. tuck them into bed and give them a the nighttime story. But uh, yeah, they—all right—they—I—I—I I, read—I read the cards loud and clear.
2: <laughs> um, I drew out one more because that's oh. just what I do sometimes, <laughs> um, and it more or less points to well-being, health, and success if you follow the advice, if you can keep your focus, and if you can put honest energy into your project and your work.
0: Hmm, okay. So basically, (laughs) stop with with video games, chill out, sit down, lock yourself in your room, and do do what you need to freaking do in order to get to where I I need to get to.
2: Just find some balance. You can balance those things out. But I think a lot of times we get a burst of energy where we're like, oh, I'm so focused on this new project or I want to do this thing. And we run out of steam. And we're like, okay, well, we put in a lot of effort. Now what? Yeah. So yeah. you need to make a plan and you need to write out like the things you want to do, the goals you want to hit, and source that out to people in your life. I know you already do, but cast a wider net.
1: A wider net. Mm Hmm. 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 okay
0: this is something i'll talk to to you about after after the the, the episode because i have i have i have some more questions about that but no so far i'm reading the the cards loud and clear and i get it and uh to a certain person who's listening to this (laughs) because they they know what i'm talking about (laughs) so to a certain person listening to this uh yeah you know i'll I'll, i'm I swear after this i'm gonna get back on it, uh yada yada, yada, blah 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 i swear i'm i'm working I'm working my hardest it, it you know it just it just you're right, it does take some steam out of you, and then just shut the fuck up and do it. got it, got it. <laughs> your cards are really sassy, I'm not gonna lie.
2: now this deck is very sassy, um, yeah that's why I wanted to use her because the the druid deck is nice, but it's more it's more soft um,
0: it'll coddle you it,
2: oh yeah oh yeah it's it's like a it's like a motherly neighbor it's like someone who bakes you cookies and pinches your cheek and tells you it's going to be okay and brings a cup of tea this deck is your best friend who will not bullshit you she's gonna be like i know you inside and out this is what we have to do
0: yeah uh all right yeah that's that's pretty much what i needed to ask and it gave me all the answers i needed to get. So. Oh, uh, it's it's just so hard. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: if you want to as well, we don't have to do it now or at all. Um, I do have runes. I do rune reading if you ever want one of those. It doesn't have to be on the podcast. It can. It could be separately. Um, those also have a totally different vibe, different energy. So up to you.
0: Do you have uh, – my question to you is do you have more time? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so then I have... Sorry, to, I remember I did say this is the tail end of the episode, but <laughs> you can keep listening to if, if you want. This episode hasn't gone, for, gone on for too long. Uh, not not super-duper, don't, super-duper long. Just a question. The, the runes...
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I just have a few questions. What are runes, and mm-hmm. what do they read?
2: So if we're looking at Scandinavian Nordic alphabets... They did not write out letters the way we do. They didn't write out essays or books or stories the way we do. They had a set of runic letters. There's the younger and the elder, Futhark. And I might be pronouncing that slightly incorrectly because I'm American. (laughs) Um, They are different runic symbols and each one has a meaning. So the way they're drawn looks like different things. So for example, there's one that looks a bit like a yew tree and yew trees are known to be flexible.
1: Mm
2: -hmm. Uh, They're good for making arrows or bows out of. So a yew tree, if you pull that rune, means more like you have flexible strength. You're able to stand for yourself. Things are good. Um, They also, like the tarot decks, have a reverse My runes are made out of amethyst, which is my birthstone. So that's Mm -hmm. why I feel connected to it. Um, Rune reading is a little more interpretive than tarot reading. People have different ways of like how they pick out which stones. And sometimes it's wood, sometimes it's bone. I have my own method. It's very hard to describe. It's more of a visual thing. Mm -hmm. Um, Similar concept to tarot. When you're asking a question, you can do a couple of runes. You can do a few... um, just like with the tarot cards, the meanings compound based on which ones you get in succession. Um, but yeah, so so people met long, 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 long ago would use these to carve into swords or parts of their house. Uh, they would use it as a way to tell a visual story and like supplement art, but it was never used as like writing out like a full poem or something necessarily it uh at the time things were more spoken word mm. um so yeah uh,
0: these runes sound like exactly like what we would see in midsummer like they would they are, they were they exactly carvings.
2: exactly no exactly that so the runes in midsummer that you see um on the tablets and other things I recognized them immediately and I knew which ones they were. So I saw saw the movie in theaters and I kept smacking the person next to me. I knew and being like, I know what that one is. I know what this one does. You can see in the film, if you rewatch it next time you watch it, their clothing, Mm -hmm. their shoes Mm -hmm. have different runes sewn into them. So in the main character, she has protection runes sewn in. Oh. Mm -hmm. Whereas her boyfriend has runes that are more for fertility
1: oh Uh uh-huh
2: uh the tables that they seed in not the last one but like the earlier ones on you know how they're in that like weird crisscrossy shape yeah that's a rune. oh and it talks about harmony and it talks about uh manifestation it work it, it's about land and inheritance and family so that table specifically the way they had positioned it is an homage to like the village and them trying to bring the outsiders in and expand what they have
0: so Arya star really did his research <laughs> yeah and he basically spelled out the movie for you
2: if without you knew to look for yeah if
0: you knew what to look for
2: mm-hmm.
0: okay so you you get yeah. I, there was an older episode where I was just like, you know what? midsummer to me, I don't get the, I don't get the whole shebangabang about it, but mm-hmm. you know, there are things that like, I kept doing research and I admit to the audience, I kept doing research and then I kept doing more and more research in it. And I kept, I made a mistake. I do appreciate it a little more. The hype was kind of like, eh, it's okay. But yeah, you giving me more, this more, this information is a lot more <laughs> It's a lot more interesting to 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 look back on it and like, oh, that makes so much more sense. Like, with, like yeah. you said, with the runes and like, I don't know what the tablets were at the top of the, the, the,
2: mm-hmm.
0: when they're, when you're like 70, you have to kill yourself, but you have to put blood yeah. on the runes. Mm-hmm. I didn't know what that was about, but maybe the runes can, if I researched them, they'd be like, oh, this is what they mean. And this is how he's spelling, it. or Arya Star is a guy. Arya Star is a guy. So he's like, this is how he's trying to spell it out for you guys, everybody out there.
2: Oh, yeah. Um, that's another film where I could talk about it for hours. Um, but yeah, if if you rewatch it, when you rewatch it, try to screenshot different parts of it, especially when they zoom in on like their lapels, uh, the shoes she's wearing when dancing around the, the maypole looking kind of thing. Mm-hmm. They're about strength and like agility. Oh, oh, yeah.
0: We won't go on to Midsummer too much because I have a oh, lot yeah. to talk about it with. Would you like to do an episode on, that, on Midsummer as a deep dive? Because I, yeah. I would love to do a movie review uh, once in a great while.
2: Yeah, awesome. I'd love to. All
0: right. So I have you written down for a bunch of episodes. I guess we have a new guest who's definitely going to come back and be a reoccurring person because obviously you've been super interesting and you have been very educational on this. <laughs> yeah, of
1: which course. That's exactly
0: what I'm looking for. Could you do me a rune reading? Or, mm-hmm. <clears throat>
2: if you want it's been a little over an hour just over an hour how quick are they a couple minutes goes fast let's do it they're also very blunt and honest but it's more in the way of like your bro who's had a couple beers and you're at the bar and he's in a good mood it's more like that it's more like hey man we're gonna go downtown and we're gonna have a fun time and I'm here to support you
0: I like those runes better than (laughs) than your cards (laughs) (laughs)
2: Uh, And again, I'm sure different runes feel differently to different people. This is the only set I have for the moment um but generally the belief that people in the community hold around runes is they're more of like adventurous fun or kind of like a poetic seriousness like yes we will traverse the seas and strike at dawn like <laughs> they're just kind of extra man <laughs> they're like Roberids! yeah, yeah.
0: Oh, was it red dawn i think that was called yeah <laughs> um, i am oh I sounds like you got like a bunch of runes. oh my god
2: they're all in my hands yeah there are um let's see There are a little over 30.
0: Oh, gosh. So how do you, how do you, do you like throw them on a table and then whatever you get whatever you get?
2: No. So I like to rub them in my hands, which sounds a little weird, but I like to kind of jostle them around and I will do so loosely and whichever ones want to fall out, they fall out. And that's different for everyone. That's just how I work. Some people will cast them and if they fall in certain places, that's what they mean. I'm more of like, whoever wants to come out and play, they're going to make themselves known.
0: Okay. All right. Rub your runes, make them all warm and cozy, and let's see what the fuck it has to say to me.
2: All right. Here we go. Do you want me to kind of explain the runes as I go, or do you want me to just kind of run through the meanings?
0: You can you can explain it. Whatever you feel comfortable explaining. Sure. Okay.
2: Um. So I kind of just did like a really quick one about you and your life and like things surrounding you. <laughs> Yeah. So, maybe maybe it'll give you advice. Maybe we'll, we'll see. We'll see Let, what he has out. to say. Let's find yeah. out. Yeah. Um, so, our first one is this kind of F looking thing. Um, this is Odin's rune. It's a messenger, which is funny because I go by Mercury messenger. Yay. Uh, <laughs> uh, this one is about knowledge and a message. Um, so, for this, it basically says, uh, you have questions and the answers are around you. So whatever you're pursuing, you are capable of handling on your own and you will figure it out. So no need to stress.
0: Cool. Okay.
2: Yeah. The next one looks kind of like an H. Um, this one talks about... Well, it means storms. It means hailstorms. Great. Uh, challenges are here, but don't be afraid of them. Just face them head on. Hailstorms are... They can be damaging, but they're not life-ending. So if you have any challenges now, you will be stronger once you've overcome them. So just have an umbrella.
0: Push on, keep on, keep on keeping on.
2: Yeah. Uh, the next one we're looking at is just straight up and down. So it looks like a eye if you don't do the slashes at the top. Mm-hmm. Um, this one also has to do with weather. It's similar to ice. It's very wintry. Um, I like
0: winter. That's fun.
2: Yeah. (laughs) So when we think about winter, right, everything kind of stops. Everything is still for the most part. Mm -hmm. So what this one means is don't let yourself get stuck. You have the potential and the ability to lose your focus. And you have to make that choice to persevere and go on. Because it will be easy to get stuck in a rut. It will be easy to lose steam.
1: Hmm.
2: so it's interesting that you got two of the weather ones in a row
0: <laughs> yeah you're not kidding and plus plus those tarot cards too oh, they yeah. pretty much had the same meaning too mm-hmm. well to me to what, I, what I, from what i'm getting from this it's like it
2: it's the it, same <laughs> it, it's,
0: it's definitely the same of what I've, exactly what i've been asking it
2: yeah uh, the next one looks like an M with some extra lines in it, and this one translates to more of a human aspect, so it's telling you to reach out to your friends, uh, like I said earlier, kind of cast your net like talk to people, include people, stay creative um, just kind of outsource your ideas because you you definitely have like a lot of ideas and creativity of your own, but it helps to have like a diverse Mixed bag of people in your life to bounce your processes off of. Hmm. So, one way it's suggesting to not get stuck in a rut is don't completely rely on just yourself. You've got a team of people, so keep on trucking and don't feel, don't be afraid to lean on them. Okay. And my last rune is a blank one. And this is my favorite of all time because it's my Odin rune, it is my spiritual guide rune, and it means that you are protected. And no matter what happens, you will be okay.
0: It says that now, but I'm over here like, oh uh, yeah, but I got bills to pay. I got mouths to feed. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. I mean,
2: as, as it said, things will not necessarily be easy.
0: Nope.
2: But what personal gain, what growth can you have if it's easy? If something was easy, there's no sense of satisfaction. There's yeah. no sense of accomplishment blood sweat and tears.
1: Yeah.
0: No, I mean that it, it does 100% make sense. All of it pretty much made mm-hmm. sense of what I was what I was I I needed to ask it and it gave me the answers that I needed to get get off of it. Yeah. I, I never uh, said that I sh- it, the 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 thing I was thinking about like was going to be easy cuz I knew like everybody can anybody in that 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 career path can tell you like it is hard yeah. and you will you will shit yourself more than once but no yeah i mean i like a challenge that's fun just the fact that it's going to be i don't know that's for me to think about yeah. for the audience they're over here like what the fuck is going on <laughs> they're like i have no clue what this guy's talking about and this is just you and me talking at this point but uh, yeah no that yeah that that pretty much explained it is there mm-hmm. anything else that fell out you're like no nah, that's pretty much all you get buddy boy
2: no no that's good uh Not to toot my own horn. I mean, I know you, so like my understanding of what I'm drawing, I'm able to give personal relevancy to. Mm -hmm. But I have posted on social media before, like, hey, I have the time and energy to do, let's say, 15 readings. Mm -hmm. Go. And they're always strangers. And I'm not bullshitting, and people in the audience don't have to believe me, but I've never had someone say to me, that's incorrect. Every single person has said, that's exactly what's happening in my life. That's what I needed to hear. You were completely on point with everything you said. Everybody in the audience, please, I'm not <laughs> kidding.
0: Mercury, give her your money. I wasn't kidding. Give her your whiskey. She needs it. She needs it. And then you, if you need if you have questions, please message her on where again?
2: Uh Instagram at underscore no at <laughs> Mercury underscore messenger I, I know what i am i know who i am
0: <laughs> so it's mercury underscore messenger at instagram.com or instagram or whatever however instagram works
2: now i'm concerned that i put the underscore in the wrong place i'm actually gonna check do i have an underscore yes I think you do yes
1: so
0: it's mercury underscore messenger gmail i mean sorry uh instagram
1: instagram
2: yes okay yes. mercury <laughs> underscore messenger i'm just like looking at it <laughs> all right. So, if anybody
0: has any more questions for her, please, please, yeah, please, please, don't up. be afraid to ask. Mercury is actually a very, very nice person. Thanks. Um, Do I have anything to say? Yeah, I can just toot your horn all day. She, <laughs> she's really nice. She's really nice. She won't, Thanks. she won't bite your finger off. She might look like you might get a little aroused because oh, come on, come on, <laughs> a beautiful girl, beautiful girl right here. Come on, come on, everybody, give her some, give her some love. But yeah, it, yeah, there's,
2: it's. It's like we had talked about last time. I could never make this into a business because for me it's very personal and it takes a lot of energy. Yeah. So like I know there are people who do divination and reading as their hustle. I personally feel like I have to be connected to a person or at least like have all my mental energy on it. So I don't think I could ever make it into like a daily thing for other people.
0: Well, I mean, you don't have to at all. You you no. you you doing this even for like mm-hmm. your friends? I could only I already understand that like. Yeah. So many people could keep, I like, like me, I, you made me like, a. I could come back to you and be like, what do I do now? What do I do now? But it's no, I, I can't do that to you. Cause you, you'd be like, are you serious? Just, just stop fucking talking to me and get back to work. I'm like, you're right. I'm sorry. <laughs> but yeah, no. Is there anything, anything else you'd like to introduce to us or is that it's pretty much all you got for the, for runes and tarot?
2: I think that's good. I think that's good for now. Yeah.
0: Everybody. Thank you once again for joining us for this episode. I understand. I said it was it was going to be be cut. I I understand that the message said I said that it would end earlier. But to me, this was also interesting as well. Mercury, thank you so much once again for coming back. I hope to hear back from you on another episode. We have well, you like want to do like five or six episodes now. So I'm glad to have you back. Honestly, you you were really fun to talk to. Oh, thank you. So once again, if you enjoy this episode, please. Find us at Days and Disturbed Podcast at Instagram, whatever the heck it's called. Let us know how we're, <laughs> let us know how we're doing because that's the only way that you can comment on us now, or if you want to go to Twitter, you can also message us that way as well. Just let, let me know how I'm doing. Just let me know. The, 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 this, I'm, changing, I'm changing up the show a little bit more. just to you know give it more flair. Let me know if I'm doing a better job. And as always, if you have any questions for me, message me at Days and Podcast at gmail.com and Twitter is at Days and Disturb 1 but you can just find us at Days and Disturb podcast. We are now once again on Spotify. Hooray, hooray. And now you can actually find us on Google since a bunch of people are actually looking us up. So type in Days and Disturbed podcast and we're right there. We're under silvertongueaudio.org We have all those other podcasts If you want me to name them, I'll name them in the comments whenever <laughs> I make the post up. Uh, thank you once again everybody for listening and uh, I love you. I love you all. Thank you for bearing with me. Uh, <laughs> Mercury, take <a> us <laughs> away. <sweat>. Say something. <laughs> Say something while I press the off button.
2: <laughs> uh, thank you guys for listening, and I look forward to talking more soon.
0: All right. Bye, everybody.